I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Arsenal Weekly Podcast. Ozil is in here. Beautiful goal. Walcott. What a goal. It's been flicked in by Alexis Sanchez. A quality goal from the Gunners. Hello and welcome to the third Arsenal Weekly Podcast of the summer. I'm your host, Russell Hargreaves. Today we'll hear from Miami Dolphins running back and huge gooner Jay Ajay, but we'll kick off with an extended interview with Hector Bayerin. Hector Bayerin finished the season in fine form after a bit of an up-and-down campaign at times. Here is the young Spaniard chatting to Arsenal media about growing up over the past 12 months. It's been two and a half years in the first team now. So obviously um, the first season was just about, you know, trying to get as many games as you can, you know, just literally enjoying and showing everyone what you can do. Um, last season was about um, cementing myself in the, in the, um, in the first team squad and um, I'm, I'm glad that the boss gave me the chance to, to do that. And then um, this season is about just making sure that I can, I can hold my spot, you know, it's been a, Tough season for the club and for me personally as well. You know, I've been through a few injuries and, you know, changing the system also hasn't favoured me in, uh, in the last few games. So, you know, it's, uh, but obviously that, that is football, you know, nothing really comes easy. We need to adapt to every single situation. And, you know, I feel like um, I've grown up a lot since, uh, you know, since the first time that, that I stepped on the pitch. Have you changed a lot as a person as well in that two and a half years, you reckon? Yeah, I think it's uh, everything what, what goes on on the pitch is kind of like uh, very similar to what goes uh, on behind it, you know. Um, I've, uh, I've grown up as a person um, during these two and a half years. Uh, loads of situations have happened in, in my life, you know, so I've grown up a lot. And uh, yeah, I feel more like uh, I'm, not, I'm not that kid anymore, you know. I've... Uh, I've uh, grown up in, in, in so many ways and, and I consider myself a man and now ready to, to, you know, to, to play first in football any, any, any time of the day. Now, I've talked to Ox about this and other guys that have, uh, that have kind of grown up here to a degree. And the one thing they always say is about how the expectations change and that's probably one of the biggest things you have to mm-hmm. deal with. Can you elaborate on that? Is that true from your point of view also? Yeah, I think at the beginning when you start playing, people don't really know what, what you're about, you know. It's, um, people, they just see you as the young kid, exciting to, to, to watch because everyone wants to see people coming through, you know, same with Alexi Wolby and with all the players that, you know, with Jeff now um, and all that stuff. And then um, once people see what you're capable of, they just want, they, they expect you to do it week in, week out, you know. And 
Um, obviously, as a fan, that's what you want, but um, you know, it's a, it's a bit tougher than that. And you know, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot, as as we say, as expectations. And you know, you need to try and be at the at the first level for as long as you can. You know, and sometimes seasons, you know, results don't don't go your way, and that puts your confidence down. And you know, you need to try and get up and and start again. Uh, injuries, uh, there's so many things. A lot of uh, uncertainties. You know, that sometimes don't help, but. Uh, you know, it's all about um, try and be high for for as much as you can, and then you know, in the in the lows, just trying to get out of them as quick as you can. And how do you do that? How do you get out of those moments? Because, like you said, you've been injured, you've mm-hmm. been out of the side now. For me, it's been it's been hard, you know, because um, I hadn't had a, a serious injury like like this one before. I've always had uh, you know niggles here and there, but never never something important. And for me, you know, to miss so much part of the season where. Like the season before, I was playing like almost every game, and you know I wasn't. I'm not used to be on the on the sidelines. So for me, it was a um, it, it was kind of hard psychologically because it was a new situation, and you know um, you you see your teammates play just in the stands, and there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to help, and um, you know it, it is is a difficult situation. And um, I can't even imagine you know when players get injuries for like nine, ten months and. You know, it's, it's hard, but it's part of football and you need to know how to deal with it. For me, it was something pretty new and um, it, it has been hard for me to to overtake. And, um, you know, even like um, sometimes when you recover from the pain, it's still like a bit in your head, you know. Is it like, oh, is it going to hurt if I do this? Is it going to hurt if I do that? So it's going past through that stage and, you know, you need to learn how to deal with those situations to make sure you're at your best all the time. How about the expectations as well? Because I'm, I'm betting that there's... Your expectations in yourself increase, mm-hmm. probably the managers increase, the fans, the media, it all comes, it all comes up at once. Do you feel that? Does it, do you, is there a sense of pressure or is there a sense of there's a challenge, I've got to live up to that? Like, I, mean, I mean, to start off, we're, we're Arsenal Football Club, you know, so we're a team that, that we're supposed to be at the top in every single competition. So um, it, it's not even a personal thing, it is a, a team thing that we're expected to perform at our best level and um, in every single game. So then after, you know, after you've shown people um, what you got, what kind of player you are, obviously they expect you to be- get better um, season by season, you know, because obviously, as you say, you go for a kid to, to, to a man and, and they expect you to, to your performances to be better every year. So it's, um, it's really difficult, but I mean, it's, it's part of the sport and you need to be able to, to deal with the pressure, you need to be able to deal with the comments, you need to be able to deal with everything. And, you know, um, sometimes you're going to do it, sometimes you don't, but the important thing is just don't lose the, the focus, you know. Um, sometimes things are not going to go your way, but you just got to keep doing it. What's the? Do you change your thought process in terms of? Do you think differently when you're walking out there as an 18 year old with no stress? Is it different, like in your mind? Not really, because you know, before the games, maybe you think about other things uh, than than before. Maybe in the first few games, it's about not making any mistakes and uh, make 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 sure that I don't lose any balls and stuff like that. And then now it's just about um, things that you gotta do uh, proactively, you know. But then once you step into the into the pitch, I think it's it's the same. It's the same feeling as the, the the enjoyment, the wanting to play, and I don't think much changes from that. Do you? There's there's also a dynamic that's happened where you're pushing to break into a spot. Mm-hmm. Now that spot is yours, and someone is now pushing mm-hmm. you. How have you found that kind of dynamic shift? Well, I think I think it's really important to to have someone 
in competition for your position. Because um, that's the way to making each other a better player, you know, because sometimes when you don't have that competition, you can relax and you can feel really comfortable, like, oh, I don't really need to train hard and I'm going to play anyway, you know. So that kind of that kind of um, thought process comes naturally. I mean, it's really hard to always, like, um, be that, that aware and, and, and pushing yourself every single training session. But when you got someone that, you know, is trying to take your spot, that, you know, it changes your mind completely and... And, you know, because of uh, due to injuries and, uh, you know, Matthew has been injured for a long time, hasn't been able to recover. Um, Jenko went away on loan. So kind of last season, I didn't have uh, that pressure, you know, which in, in a way is also nice because, you know, you can play with more freedom maybe. But, uh, you know, now after the injury and changing the system and, uh, you know, I've seen that, you know, I'm not... I'm not um, always a starter now so and I know I need to train 100% and I need to show the boss that I'm the right player for to, to play at the weekend you know and sometimes he's going to choose me sometimes he's going to choose another player that's, that's up to him but yeah, i got to make sure that what I do is, is as much as I can. What other changes are there about being an established first team player as the like um, do you now have to be more of a leader are there other things that you have to do set examples for the young guys etc well I think um, being an example um, for the young guys is always important you know because um, I came here at 16 so even though I wasn't here from Hayland they see that I've been someone that has gone through the ranks as well and it's important to give that you know that they see that it's a real dream for them that they can do if they work hard so I think that's really important so you know I always I always try and do when I go to the youth team gym and I do some gym with them or like do the recoveries and you know because I even when I was on the, on the 21s I used to train with some of them and even play you know so I always keep that contact with them and I think it's it's really nice because when I was under 18 and you know players used to come to us and talk to us or ask us questions it's always really nice to see so um, I mean it's good being an example and then you know, obviously you have to be a leader yeah? especially in you know in a, in a dressing room like ours where there's so so many different nationalities many people that come from different places and you know um, you got to put everything together it's important to have leaders in the group we have players like Pear, like Peter you know like Koshoni uh, that they've played so many games they've got so much experience but you know sometimes it's not it's not just about the, the games you've played it's also about the personality you know you're either a leader you know and I think it's important for for you know the game we play to to have a good personality and you know set examples and and be able to to cope with them as well. I did check your stats today, and you played 108 games, which I don't know. For me, that that kind of caught me by surprise. That's tons, and you only just turned 22. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. do you feel like older than 22? Like seriously? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I feel older than 22, but I think I felt like that my whole life. You know, I was that kind of kid that because I think it's maybe because I was just good playing football. I was always chilling with the older guys, you know, I wasn't, I've never been, never really got on with the people my age group in, in school, always been with older people. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but, you know, um, I feel I feel really proud of, you know, when, when I played my, my 100th game for, for Arsenal, for me, it was a, a massive thing. And, you know, um, to do it at 21, 22 is, is, is even bigger, you know, but I think it's all about the, the experience you get in those many games. I think the more you play and the quicker you do it, um, you know, you're always going to have um, more stuff learned early, you know, so you can always, uh, you know, hopefully get to that 28 when, when it's that, the, the peak physical and, and, and mental state of your career with as many games, so much that you've learned, so much experience that... That's nothing that something that you cannot buy, you know, something that you cannot train, the experience you get in games. 
like you cannot get that um, nowhere else. So you know, I'm 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 really proud and really you know learning every game and and taking it on board all the time. Does it feel like it's happened really quickly? Do you still think shit? It feels like yesterday. Or yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, every season has gone quicker and quicker, and you know, sometimes you just play so many games and you you don't you don't even realize, especially here in England. In you know when it comes Boxing Day or in Christmas, like you play like three games in like I don't know in, in seven days, and it, sometimes it's, it's crazy, and you don't realize how much you've played in in one season and the loading that your body takes and and, and everything. But you know you you kind of just get used to it, and you know for me it's a, it's a pleasure to to be doing it week in week out. Last one. Do you, I know you're still young, but in football terms, you're still even young. There's plenty more mm-hmm. to go. But do you still feel the kind of sense of urgency to get stuff done because? You know, the life of a footballer in terms of profession is really short. Do you feel like a mad urgency to accomplish and get better and better and better as fast as possible? I think, I, I think, um, yeah, I think in and out of the pitch is, is something really important. I mean, the, the career of a footballer is one of the shortest ones, you know, and it can also be cut off by, by things that you cannot control, like injuries and stuff like that, you know. So obviously, um, the important thing is just to enjoy the moment, you know. No one, no one likes to lose. No one likes to, you know, um, not be where he wants to be. But you know, sometimes it's just uh, the things that happen in the dressing room. You know, the the nights that in Champions League nights and stuff like that. All that stuff when you live it is something that you know you cannot explain. And for us, you know, to just just you know living all those experiences is is, is really important. And uh, uh, even outside the pitch as well, I think it's really important to get our life together really quick, you know, because um, you you know don't know what's going to happen in the future. And you know, when you finish football, you're only 35, you're still really young, so you obviously you need to plan ahead. But you know, I, I want to get, um, you know, I want to play as many games as I can, win as many things as I can, you know, the the quicker I can, the better, you know. So then I can do it for for the rest of my career, hopefully. And it's Adams put through by Bold. Would you believe it? Or oh, Charlie George, who can hit him. Oh, look, It's up for grabs now. Thomas, right at the end. On the 24th of July, 1966, Martin Keown was born in Oxford. Initially signing for Arsenal in 1984, he then moved to Aston Villa in 1986, but returned to North London in 1993, where he embarked on a decade of success. Silvino's corner, it came off Keogh, and it's it, 2-2. Deep in stoppage time. Chance of the cross in, there's three waiting, and it's Martin Keown again. And Arsenal have won it. In total, Martin would play 449 times for the Gunners, scoring eight goals, and he'd finish his Arsenal career on a historical note, becoming an invincible. I think looking into the stand, you know, and you're, and, and you're seeing the faces of the fans... It doesn't leave you. In your mind's eye, you can still see it. The trophy being handed from player to player. Uh, the boss with a big grin on his face. Jay Ajay is not only the running back for NFL team the Miami Dolphins, but he's also a massive Arsenal fan. Jay played college football at Boise State before being drafted by the Dolphins in the fifth round of the 2015 NFL Draft. Here he is talking to Arsenal Media about his lifelong obsession with the Gunners. So for a lot of Arsenal fans, they probably won't know too much about the Dolphins. Tell us about, the, especially this last season, the kind of season you've had. 
Yeah, um, this past year for the Dolphins, uh, you know, is a, a great year for us as a team and for me personally. Um, you know, I had a great season. I was able to do, um, you know, some special things this year with the help of my teammates, and so I'm extremely grateful for that. And as a team, we were able to make the playoffs for the first time in a long time, and you know that was a big deal for us. And we've laid kind of the foundation of what it takes to get there. Now it's about you know moving forward and and getting to that goal of, of winning the Super Bowl. An English player in the NFL obviously generated a lot of interest. Um, you got to meet Tierra and Rhea, I understand. Tell us what it's been like sort of coming to that level of fame and meeting these kind of people. Yeah, um, I, I was able to, you know, meet Thierry and uh, that was a great experience for me. Um, just from that uh, point, we were able to build a relationship and a friendship and, you know, I appreciate uh, that, you know, that's a, a special thing. And uh, also just from the success that I've been able to have, I've been able to, you know, connect with a lot of great people and, and be in the uh, the room and, and be able to network with, you know, a lot of important people. And I'm, I'm very appreciative of that as well. So and you, have you kept your Arsenal connection strong? I mean, you must have been relieved to be on the uh, the East Coast five-hour time difference so you can still maybe catch games? Yeah, the, it's not bad, actually, to catch the games on Sunday. It's like Sunday morning, I, I can get some good games and, and some other days when, when y'all have games on. And, you know, I'm always trying to, to catch an Arsenal game whenever I can. I'm always staying up to date with it. Um, some guys on our staff and the Dolphins as well follow Premier League, so we're always just chatting about it, and, you know, it's always fun in, in the facility talking about uh, PL. It must be uh, nice to have soccer to take your mind off of NFL because that is very intensive. Yeah, it's it's a, a great thing to have, you know, a release outside of football. You know, every day it's kind of like football, football, football grind and um, being able to kind of go home and possibly catch a, a, a Arsenal game or a Champions League game whenever I can. I, I'm always enjoying that time to just kind of sit on my couch, relax and watch the game. Um, I love it. I'm sure you'll probably be quite modest and say you've not made it yet. You've still got to keep that career going, but you must have a new appreciation for you know, guys at Arsenal who have made it, young players like Hector Bella and Alex Awobi, to get to that level and then stay there. Yeah, um, you know, I have a, a, a huge respect for, for those guys. To be young um, and to be playing at the, the highest level of the game and to be consistent with it, playing for years and, and playing at a high level, um, you know, a tremendous respect to those guys. And, and that's the level that, you know, I believe I'm, I'm, you know, at in the NFL just as a young player, just trying to continue to repeat that that success that I've had this season and, you know, just stay hungry and humble and, and try to keep, keep a building off of, of what I'm doing and, and to create a, a great career for myself. Does, does Arsenal offer you inspiration at times, maybe when you're having a, a you know tough couple of weeks or anything like that? Do you ever look to Arsenal, the history, anything like that for a pickup? Um, you know, I think uh, the thing about Arsenal that, that I really enjoy looking at is just the competitiveness of them, you know. Um, even though sometimes it's not looking the best and you know we're, we're always striving to to be at the top you know just the competitiveness i think that that is something that i draw from and you know i'm a competitor myself and so when i look at those guys you know and i see them you know chasing that title um it's the same thing that i'm doing in in, in the nfl and, and and as the dolphins that's the same thing we're doing we're chasing the title we're chasing the super bowl and so just those two things are uh, similarities is you know kind of what hopes to drive and, and give a lot added motivation. Well, 
Well, that's full time on this week's show. Our thanks to Jay Ajay and to Hector Bayerin for their contributions today. Don't forget you can subscribe on iTunes, leaving us a five-star review. You can find us on Acast these days as well, so you've never got the excuse to miss another episode. We're back on Monday the 7th of August with our season preview. Now, quickly, a new season is coming around, but until then, it's bye for now. And come on, you got us. The Arsenal Weekly Podcast. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.